These are not the tales of heroes. These are tales of reavers and cut purses, of heathen slayers and tight-lipped warlocks guarding long-dead secrets. These are tales of gold and glory, won with sorcery and sword, where a moment's hesitation is all that separates the victorious from the dead. These are tales from the fallen empire, an age when chaos seethed in the shadows and dragons began to stir in their ages-long sleep. These are tales of high adventure. These are Mighty Deeds. Hi, everybody! Welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. I'm our last man. And joining me around the table are... Michael playing Albert the Elf. Uh, Nigel playing Nigel the Dwarf. Carl playing Arena the Sentinel. We're playing a Bromish Barbarian. Uh-huh. And my name's Glenn. I'll be your judge for this session. Thank you for joining us. The last time on Mighty Deeds, our uh, heroes had a... The unfortunate circumstance of meeting a man named Albert. <laughs> had a way <laughs> too easy fight on their hands. <laughs> had a way too easy fight on their hands. Um, as they are now third-level powerhouse DCC characters. Uh, and they're making their way up He's to Father Frost's... Right? I mean, God. Right? It doesn't matter. We're, our bonuses We're are making our way back to you, babe. Yeah, you're making your way to... Um, <laughs> we can't afford that song. Yeah. We can't afford that. Yeah, no. We and, can't even afford to say its name. Budget. And you guys uh, are, are going with Hourglass and Ed to find out whatever happened to Father Frost, the protector of Kringleton. You get... How can we all say it? You as you guys, as our episode opens, yes. uh, you have arrived at the entrance, and around the cave entrance there is neither snow nor ice, but green grass and moss Word. clinging to black volcanic rocks. Ooh. Scrapes indicate that heavy objects have been dragged from the cave towards the snow-capped mountains to the west. Inside the cave, a flash of uh, movement is visible for an instant before clawed feet stepped back step back into the shadows. So here's the cave entrance. Here's y'all. So we think this is the entrance to Father Frost's lair? Oh, yes. It, oh, yes, it definitely is. I'm glad you asked. Um, so, uh... Yes, he told me how to get here if I should ever need to. This is his secret workshop where he does his most secretest work. But not, not all of it. I don't know about you. I, I don't think Father Frost made that sword. I think it's from ancient times. I don't know how he got it or why he hid it in our in our inside our gnome dome. But listen, I don't know about y'all, but I thought I saw something moving in there. I think me and Kiko better wait outside with the dog and the and the pig while you guys drew in and in Verstergurt. You mean Fluffy you, and Barney Bee? You are very welcome and to stay out there. Did you say Verstergurt? I think you should Verstergurt the situation, don't you? Well, I'm definitely in favor of maybe investigating. Oh, I see. I see. So since it's uh, a different thing altogether. Since Reeksmill isn't my first language, you feel like it's fine to uh, belittle me. I can't belittle you more I than you are. I don't anymore. understand the irony in one of us belittling you, but <laughs> it's not it's not lost on me. <laughs> I don't know why people needs to stay out here though. Yeah, I know. Oh well, I don't know. I thought I could keep me company. No, I don't. You trust don't deserve him with you. you wow. <laughs> I'm sensing a lot of unwarranted hostility. What about you, Albert? Is it dark in there? There's always a hostility with you people. I know. What is it? I mean, uh, yes, I think people. it's Shed. <laughs> yeah, it's dark in there. There's shadows. No, luckily my dark vision works. I'll go in. All right. All right. Uh, Sully, roll a. Um, Roll a uh, luck check. Roll a d20, add your luck bonus. Uh, yeah, roll a d20, add your luck bonus, try to get the room DC. Eight. Okay. Uh, you hear a clattering sound 
of something moving around kind of over by this um, bookshelf. Bookshelf. <coughs> um, Let's go ahead and, and uh, roll up initiative. Gimbo North the Gnome here. While the lad's set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. Have you ever wished you could see the maps, handouts, artwork, and epic tabletop terrain from the lad's adventures? Well, now you can. Simply follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MightyD'sPod. Enough talk to battle! So, Luke, you also hear this clattering sound on the right-hand side of the room. What do you do? Uh, well, I'm going to draw my uh, Sorrow Morn thing or whatever it is. Uh, Sorrow Thorn. Sorrow Thorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to, well, I don't have dark vision, but I'm going to, do I have, like, torches or something? I'm going to try and investigate, I suppose, you know. Okay. Call out to the darkness. Who's like, do you go in? Yes. Okay, I mean, there's some light in here. Um, all right. Who goes uh, there? Roll a d20 that and add your luck bonus. <coughs> uh, seven with my mod, that is a 11. Okay. I think. Uh, you don't see anything in particular. All right, um... Jurgo, Judge. I'm, I'm, I'm taking my action. Just hold on a second. You hear, um, there's a clattering from, th- Luke, there's a clattering from this side of the room now. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Jason, what do you do? Uh, where exactly am I? In the doorway. Okay. Uh, I will step through. Do I hear the clattering as well? Yes. Okay, can I look over there and see if I notice anything? Do I need to roll? Are you going to go over there and look around? I mean, not all the way over there. I'm just going to look over there in general. I'll okay. Into... You don't see anything. Okay. Uh, I get to roll. Sully. Move further into the room. Like which way? Yeah, just, just in the middle? Ahead. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. What's on the table? Oh. Um, What's in the box? It's so. Hey, spoilers. Everybody, Holy if you God. haven't seen the movie, wow. get over it. I Rock feel like maybe so we should assume a defensive position. We're moving into a room with an unknown threat where it has a clear advantage because it's stealthy and it's a dark room. So I feel like we there's um get cut off. By there the are okay, so this is like Da Vinci's okay uh, area, right? <laughs> so. There's a whole bunch of plans. There's a drawing of a guy with his arms sticking out. There's a drawing of a flying machine. There's a sketch of a rocket sled. A bunch of them are on the floor. Um, as you look around, like things have been knocked over and stuff. Like it looks like the place has been ransacked. Sure, sure. Um, and so the the desk is like, or that table is like a work table, but it looks even more messy than like a. Uh, genius, you know, yeah. kind of a messy genius's table would look like. Gotcha. Right. Uh, if you'd stop moving things, I know where everything is. I'm gonna, uh, exactly. I'm gonna call. Wait out. a minute, wait a minute. Uh, Carl, what do you do? Um, I'm gonna walk in. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be like, hey, you guys. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I want to play too. I want to party too. All right. <coughs> now, Luke, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to call Hourglass Ned in here and point him over to the sled diagrams and I say, You must memorize these <laughs> and learn to craft us the ultimate war machine. Okay, so you come over to the table and are looking at the diagrams? Yes. And also, all right. you know, all right. on edge. You all hear a scurrying sound. Mm-hmm. Two little. Blue skinned dude. I kick him in the face. It's not your turn. But you're the you're the closest one that might have a chance to kick him in the face. That's so funny. <laughs> I never get to describe anything. It's nope. like two little blue skinned dudes wearing like little uh, furs and stuff to keep warm. They're about halfling sized, okay? But they have exaggerated features like a gnome would have, mm-hmm. right? They come skittering out from behind this and are trying to make it out through the door. Carl. I don't see any need to stop them. Okay, Carl. They're going to try to run past you. Are you going to attack them? Are you going to try to grab one of them? What do you do? Um, I think I would try and grab one of them. Okay, so one of them uh, has like a, an armful of like drawings, and one of them is carrying a uh, like a helmet with these antlers. Is there a door? Like a yes. door? Yes. 
Can I shut the door? Um, no, because you're not really standing in the doorway. But you can, you, like, they have to go right past you. So you will get to try to grab one of them. So one of them's got this helmet with these, uh, this uh, kind of gold, it's a regular helmet with gold, what's the word I'm looking for? Edging, inlay, whatever. Sure. And it's got these antlers on it, and the other one has a bunch of maps. Which one are you trying to grab or knock over? Get them both. He can't. Get the front one, the second one's going down. Of course he can Try and kick one of them into the other one. <laughs> Just kick him in the face. <laughs> and then I could try and kick him in the face. Why would it yes. be very on brand? <laughs> it would be on brand. I'm just asking which one. Um, do smurf bowling. What was the other I one? Was that, what was the one who's not holding the scrolls? What was that whole, he has a helmet. He's carrying this helmet that's like too big, right? Because he's, he's a little guy. And it's got these elaborate antlers mm-hmm. off the top. And it's got like gold inlay and stuff around it. Yeah. I want to kick that one. Okay. Watch from this. Rolling the tech. Got a hero die. Fifteen. All right. So, so this one is is running past you. He gets into the doorway and oh, you kick this guy. Roll your damage for me. Just uh, you know. What is it? Well, oh, actually, it's just one plus your uh, strength. What, do you have a strength bonus? I have a plus one strength. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you knock him flat and oh, he holds onto the helmet. The little, little guy is holding onto the helmet for dear life, and he hits the ground with a eh! Um Let's see, that was my go, right? Jason, you hear this sound. What do you do? Do I see Irina kick? Of course. Okay. Do I see the other one running out? Of course. I will give chase. Okay. Um, I would say... Like, you could try to grab him at the end of your move, because you're right there. Okay. I will grab him, then. Are you going to kick him in the face, or are you just going to pick no, no, him no, up? No, I'm going to just pick him up. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll him. an attack. Heck yeah. I've always wanted a smirk. He is the one who gets all the pets. I'm the one who kicks people. Right, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> 16 on the die. Okay. All right. You pick him up. Let's, I, I eat him. <laughs> Let's make what? let's make opposed strength checks. Smurf versus Smurf versus dwarf. I feel like this should not. Be yeah, good. I rolled a five. Hey, right. so did I. You okay, but you're I gonna, gonna win. One, though, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You're gonna win anyway because you got a size bonus. So you grab him, and he's like, "This is the most Smurfy situation I've ever been in." And this is Smurfed up. <laughs> Smurfed up. Smurf you, Mister. And and little. Little papers fall everywhere. And I look at him and like, I know you didn't make a good jelly. <laughs> Sully. I believe it's a what? jam. Oh, uh, it? What do you do? Not my jam. Is there? Do I see all this? Yes. Roll a d20 and add your intelligence, bo- uh, your luck bonus. 18. You spot the other two, like, getting ready to make their run for it. Yep. Did I not scare them enough by kicking that one in the face? Really not. <laughs> you see the other two getting ready to make their run for it, and what'd you roll? An 18. Um, so, so one of them has like a stuffed parakeet uh, in a little cage, and the other one has this enormous axe, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, seriously, you're going to try to run out with that dude? Because it would be like big for a human to use, right? Yes. Um, that he's got... And they're getting ready to make their move. What do you do? Um, I'm going to run over and block them. Okay. What do you say? Do you um, want to get further? I think you can get further. Closer to yes. Um, okay. Is there anything anywhere in the history of anything that I might have read to let me know what these things might be? No. They look a lot like gnomes, mm-hmm. except their skin is blue. Mm-hmm. So they look like some kind of variant race of gnomes. Okay. They're not wearing white hats and white trunks like some people at the table want you to think. Mm-hmm. I don't I think general, any of us implied what they are or not. Could I get a general size description of them? Half like how tall are they? They're gnome size, like two and a half, three feet tall. They're real small. <clears throat> They're um, just about kicking size. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect kicking size. Right. Wow. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, stop, stop. Where's Father Frost? 
Roll a d20 and add your personality bonus. Are you trying to make it like you're not, we're not going to hurt you type? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 16. He doesn't right. speak for the party. <laughs> Do you say that, Irina? No. Irina and I both say that simultaneously. Nice. <laughs> but you say it under he your breath. Speak, he doesn't he really speak for the party. There's a kind of a rumbling in the background. I, I proved that wrong he immediately. I can't that one. Um... We come in peace. Walk. <laughs> she can't surprise me like that. I've been telling everyone. The one who is carrying the parakeet yes. is like... I'm sorry. I know what he's going to say. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out what their voice should be. Sure. Oh, fine. We found this treasure, and this treasure should be ours. No, that's too piratey. This treasure should be ours. I mean, that you really, have no claim. That really didn't answer the question we asked. I would just like to. I'm not sure that we want the treasure so much as we want to know where Father Frost is. He was taken away. By whom? Promise to let us go with our treasure, no. and we'll tell you. And the one you're holding is like points at his head, like, yeah, that's thinking, Brainy Smurf. Yes, I promise to let you go if you tell me where Father Frost is. With our treasure? No. I promise to let you go. Oh, you freaking know. He didn't promise to let him go with the treasure. Luke, were you listening? He promised to let them go. Okay. Mm, he also didn't say they'd be alive. <laughs> I'll let you go to your grave. This is I'll why I don't. This is why I count on these two for the party parts. I'll let you parts. go. Well, I, I'm gonna dig a hole first, real quick. Hold yeah. on. I'm gonna hold you over. And what, how you tall? How hole. tall did you say you were again? Okay. <laughs> can can we have a role play scene here for yes. just a minute? Yes, I'm role playing. A no, no. Doing it in initiative order. So. I want you also to know both the note that I said. I promise to let you go. There's that. Um, what do you guys do is up to you guys. Yeah. They. <coughs> Barney B. Chow down. <laughs> a, a evil sorcerer kidnapped him and took him away from here. And from outside, you hear um, um, Ned? Ned. Ned gasp. <gasps> He's standing in the doorway now. Skull. A tour? Skeletor? <laughs> um, that description that your dwarvish friend just gave describes one of them, but there was also a woman with fiery powers of evil magic and many corrupted yetis. We made sure that Father Frost was gone and not coming back before we came here to legitimately salvage what was left because, as I said previously, they took a bunch of his stuff. Mm, so you his inventions, and we thought there wouldn't be much left, but then we found these, and Did he you indicates. Say inventions? And again, Reekspiel is not my first language. <clears throat> so. There, we found a secret compartment with this hat <coughs> and this amazing axe. And all I, these drawings. And these many drawings and, and he holds up the parakeets, this! <laughs> this was not in the secret compartment, but we have found it. He holds it, he like pets it a little bit and we feel like we have a legitimate claim. Right. So the other things can is mine. and the other things can be negotiated. So, let me ask you a question. Yes. Let me ask you several questions. Will you for let each, my friend down? For each question that you answer, I'll give you a silver piece. And I hold a silver piece. We would rather have this treasure. That's <laughs> the the stuffed <clears throat> parakeets. I'm not saying that I'm taking the treasure. I'm wanting you to answer questions. Yes, Luke. All right. So he says, oh, for every question you ask, I'll give you a silver piece. So I step over the table and I said, for every question you don't answer, I'll break another rib. Yours or mine? <laughs> That's funny. 
<laughs> you set it up. You set it up perfectly. It's out of a movie called Spies Like Us. All right. Um, very well. Ask your questions. But for every question we answer, we get to take a treasure, and you have to put my friend down. That was not. That's part not of the deal. Your deal dwarf has to put my you friend down. You answer the question. You get silver piece. Your dwarf has to put my friend down. Barnaby. Barnaby, come here, Barnaby. I got a meal for you. You don't want Barnaby. You don't want Barnaby. No, let me tell you, you don't want Barnaby. No. Roll intimidate check, Sully. No, don't get Barnaby. Especially when he comes in. You don't get Barnaby. What'd you get? A seven? Yeah. Yeah, Barnaby comes in, they think he's kind of cute. Until he eats one. Yeah. They're not scared of Barnaby. I I would like to go pick up the one with the helmet. Oh. Okay. Which one? Uh, when I kicked in the face. He's not okay. doing much right Yeah, he's, he's, he has stood back up. You're going to go after him? I mean, I'm he's going to run from you. I'm just going to pick him up. He runs. I couldn't pick him up while he was prone? When all the, of this? This was all yeah. going on. He stood up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you never gave yeah, chance you chance never, you never gave anybody a chance <laughs> to do anything. He's saying as he's getting up, he wants to pick him I up. I just want to pick him okay, up. Okay, fine. Get holding him. I just want to hold him by his, the back of his shirt and be like, Put down my friends and we'll talk. No. Will they run away? No. We will stay here and answer your questions. No. We're going to answer questions. I'm sorry I kicked you in the face. You just scared me. <laughs> he's like he's like rubbing the blood off his nose. Just, no, I get that. I shouldn't have tried to run past it's you just, like that. I just, I get startled it's very easily. It's a reflex. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You I know, you didn't know. Down. Put him down. You put yours down? Uh, yes, but inside okay. the room. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that's answer questions. So here's your silver. Okay. Wait, what question was it? We would run away. Oh, okay. All right. What's your name? What is your favorite color? <laughs> Have you done that yet? <laughs> Never melt ice. Man, that's a that's a reference to a random crossing game. I went up to the the mayor of the town, which we thought was a werewolf for no reason, and I was like. Uh, you know, I'll let you have this magic item so long as you answer my questions three. Yes. And like the first question was, are you a werewolf? <laughs> Out of nowhere. Do you remember that werewolf? That was from the... Strahd? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you guys <laughs> getting the test of silver? We were like, That's yeah. pretty slick. We walked down the hall and, the screen and we were like, shut up. My name could not be pronounced in your language, but you may call me Brainy. No. This is hefty, sleepy, and get kicked in the face. Smurfettes, yes, <laughs> and, and and nomad, and nomad. Yeah. So when um, Ned comes in, you definitely he's like he kind of rolls his eyes when he sees these guys. You get the feeling there might be a little racial tension tension between frost gnomes Why is and, so and, and and snow gnomes or, or whatever. So He's like, oh, these guys. So Why does racism exist in a fantasy world? Because it's a grim, <laughs> yeah. grim, dark fantasy. Okay, oh, give well, him another silver piece for it. Okay, so hold on. What are you? So what are you? Uh, we are. What 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 are these? What is this line of questioning going to, Your Honor? We only have we only have forty five minutes left in the podcast. I am a um I'm an ice gnome. I'm not a frost gnome like that fellow over there. I am a true ice gnome. I'm sorry, this is going to sound ignorant. What is the difference? Why does it matter? Obviously, I'm blue on the left side and white on the red side. Yeah. That's an old oh, Star Trek reference. Oh, it's a subtle. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the basic explanation, I'm so glad you asked. Let, allow me to explain my entire backstory to you. Frost gnomes live in cities know. and okay, build... Mr. Only 45 minutes in the podcast. <laughs> Frost gnomes live in cities and build okay. clever little inventions and sometimes toys that can be delivered to kids. Um, ice gnomes... Uh, live more in the wild, and they're like the barbarians of of the gnomish people. Some are neutral, but some are chaotic and and serve the forces of evil. That's why I kind of made a look when I came in here. I can't tell if these guys are neutral or um, chaotic. I give him a silver. I give him a silver piece <laughs> for his backstory. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not him, but 
perfect. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Give oh, I'm sorry. Yes, if I was like, yes. If I was like, yes. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, Ned said that last part, but yeah, he started the answer. Okay, now what? Will you accept 20 gold for your treasure? No. They look at each other. And I put 20 gold pieces on the table. They take a look at the gold pieces and they're like, that's, uh, that's pretty fine. Um, we will give you, not the parakeet. I want that parakeet. Deal. Fair. Okay. All right. So we've given you valuable information to follow, to further your quest. Uh, everybody get out their copy of uh, Ned's map. Surprisingly accurate. See, um, very helpful. Let me let me see yours so I can show everybody. Uh, here, let me mark it on your. The map. people, yeah, he, he says here. Let me mark this on your map. The people who kidnapped Father Frost and took a bunch of his equipment kind of went this direction, further up into the mountains, kind of right. right through here, up up behind this mountain where uh, it says the word map. Kind of up that direction. Oh. They took Father Frost and they took a bunch of his endurance. And, and now he feels all self-conscious about it. He's like looking at you. The what things that he made. The yeah, I understand. Yeah, things that he made. And um, thank you for your business transaction. They're like all picking up your coins and put yeah, them in their yeah, little yeah. gnome pockets and stuff. They kind of shoot Ned a look. That's kind of a little look that goes between them. They're like... We're going to leave now and not get buried in the snow or killed in any way. You can tell they're kind of edging around Irina and, uh, and Abramovich. As long as you don't make any sudden moves, I'm fine. They get outside and they leave. You have a feeling that the axe and the helmet, which they told you were found in a hidden space, yes. might be special in some way. I figured they were. Mm. But by special, do you mean cursed, perchance? Could be magical. I put it on. You put the helmet on? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want the helmet? Yeah. Okay. You, you might want to identify him first. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly you do have a wizard if he, you know. I was thinking know. you would take the axe because of I'm being racist. That bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, racist. That's racist against dwarves that we only use axes and hammers. 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 Mm -hmm. yep. But you do. Sometimes katanas. Okay. So I will do the identify thing. And I roll a 19. Nice. Which one's that on? Uh, both of them. Oh. Yes. So you have Father Frost's Elkhorn Helm and Father Frost's Axe. Mm -hmm. Father Frost's Elkhorn Helm. This brown, bark-colored helm features large Elkhorn antlers. Anyone wearing this helm gains a plus one temporary modifier to intelligence and personality and adds an additional plus one to any spell checks or checks that relate to observation or perception. That's wrong. I think I should go. Can Albert wear it? He could wear it, yes. Or your cleric could wear it. I mean, I don't know. I feel well, like the cleric needs more fun. Was, do cleric spells count as spell checks? Yeah, it says any spell checks, yes. Okay. So it increases either your intelligence or your personality, right. so and then it gives you a plus to spell checks, okay. and checks that relate to observation or perception. Okay. okay? Plus, he's already got, a, got the staff that helps him cast spells. But anyway... Father Frost axe. Resembling an oversized woodcutter's axe, this axe provides a plus two to hit and deals uh, d10 plus two damage. Or d14 plus two if wielded in two hands. I could do that. Okay. Does it count as two hands? No, you can't. You can't. You can only use it one-handed. Plus, you already got an awesome magic item. Okay. Okay. You gonna take the axe? Not, not to say that I want to take the axe. Uh huh. Don't. Okay. Go ahead. Is it a plus one? But I don't. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. He said plus two. Um, but I mean, you know. no, he's talking about that. Talking about the helm. Yes, it's a plus one. Plus one to spell checks. Yes. And plus one to spell checks and a plus one to intelligence and personality. Or personality. And. Oh, and. And plus one observation stuff. Observation and perception. You don't have to write it all down. It's right here. Who's going to take it? Do you want? Yeah. I mean, what's your uh, bonuses? I, like I will gladly take it right now. <coughs> right now, with the one, I'm moving a plus five. So you are right. Yeah, his, his he's losing his voice. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got a plus six, so you'd be up to exactly where my level is. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so so Carl, you noticed it also gives you a psychic impression of which way Father Frost is, yes? And that, yeah, so I want it to be like, um, she grabs it and she like, I don't know if anyone, no one at this table has probably seen this, but there was a, there was a show on Disney Channel called That's a Raven, and every time she would have like a vision, she'd be like, and then just stare blankly, <laughs> that's what I wanted to be like, and then it comes back and she's like, oh God. <laughs> But during that vision, what did I see? Okay. Uh, well, it just tells you which direction it is, right? Oh, then where do I feel? Well, read no, it to it me. Says, it says... It, anyone... Okay, so it says... This axe provides a limited psychic connection to its creator, and though it isn't sentient, the axe possesses a latent desire to be held by Father Frost and will give anyone who wields it an impression of where Father Frost is currently located. Oh, so an impression of where he's located. So it yeah. could be like a feeling or a direction yeah. or like uh, a vision of So like you a get um uh you get the idea that he is, you know, in trouble, mm -hmm. that he is in distress. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you see him, you know, in deep waters and reaching out and blah 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 blah. And it does seem like you have a general impression that he's in the direction that they took him, like from here, that, it, that it's the direction that the ice gnomes told you about. Okay, I relate that to you. Okay. All right. All right. So who ended up taking the helmet, Sully? Sully. Okay, well then don't complain to me when you keep rolling, failing all your spell checks. Just say. We have the exact same check now. I know, but you complain more. Yeah, that's what yeah, because he burns me with his fails. Well, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. All right. Um, now, what do you guys do? Real quick, okay. Um, so that's what you sense. Uh, it is the middle of the day. Yes. Um, what are you guys going to do? Um, Should we investigate this? Investigate this place a little bit. I mean, you can. Oh, yeah. Let's. You do. And let's try to rearrange. Like, so pick up. I'm gonna pick up. I was gonna pick up a little bit. Cause this is disturbing him. Yeah. yeah Not to. Uh, oh, is your is it your anxiety? No, I just don't think he should be looking at this mess with those things. Not to. Uh, not to rag on the uh, creators of this awesome, otherwise awesome module. But there is an. There's a map included of the interior of Father Frost's oh, workshop. Nice. And it literally shows like nothing. It's like an empty cave with nice. some shading. Good. It's like it doesn't even have this much. Good. Like, why cool. did you draw this map? That's your imagination. You just <laughs> right? The size. Right? Okay. Uh, inside of Father Frost's cave, the workshop area opens into an enormous room cut from volcanic rock of the hillside. Along the eastern wall, bubbling lava hisses and spits as it crackles against a magical icy barrier that traps it like a molten pool for Father Frost's foundry. This is an elaborate workshop with tables and benches covered, oh, carved from black stone and crafted out of magically enhanced never melts ice. It's surprisingly bare, as if it's been raided for materials and tools. Mm -hmm. And though there are signs that it was once a great workspace, space, it seems almost entirely abandoned. The only notable items left are what the snow scavengers have recently uncovered from their diggings around a secret compartment beneath tables and benches, Father Frost axe, and Elkhorn Hell. So yeah, that's literally all there is to find in here is, is what you've already found. We camp? Wait, Did, isn't it so I mean, morning? Yeah, I mean, you camped yeah. on your way, so yeah, you don't need to camp again. You're good to go. And you guys didn't use any resources in that fight. According so. to the axe that mentally scarring me, if he's this way. <laughs> Alright, let's go then. Alright. You guys go. <laughs> nice. You feel smarter, more personable, and more perceptive. Hey guys, look at me. It's, it's just like Father Frost is like flirting with some lady. You know what I think? Hey lady, here's my ass. You know what I think would be great is if like you put it on. And it like magically transformed into like this very ornate like circlet. Oh you know, yeah! Like, that just had like a little a little crystal in the front. No, with don't a little be ridiculous. I love it. I love it. It transforms into the dunce cap. 
No, 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 no. I like I that. Like That's a cool a idea. It's like this Elrond kind of yeah, thing yeah, with like yeah. a, 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 yeah, yeah design. Like the, the dunce cap yeah. with like two antlers just going around. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're not a joke podcast, damn it. It turns into an elegant elf circlet. Nice. Um, you guys follow the tracks. Yes. You come out in area C. Skip. We're a little Pretty bit much. confused, though, because there's no more dashes that lead the way. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Now you're completely I'm in the wilderness. Off. Now I'm used, I'm used to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do have wilderness tracking. I mean, That's you true. literally and are... And you have the axe, which literally leads you there. Oh, so. do I get a plus for that, since I'm searching for him? Yeah, I mean, you're not having to roll, so... Okay. You just yeah. thought you did it earlier. Just, you guys reach what is clearly a massive abandoned encampment with toppled wooden poles that lay across large expanses of sewn-together, fur-covered tents. The rocky ground is almost entirely clear of snow as tracks lead away in every direction. A large wooden platform, 10 feet off... A large wooden platform, 10 feet off the ground, with thick posts at each corner rising 30 feet in the air, stands in the northeast corner of the clearing. To the northwest, a trail of blood leads to a heap of dead bodies. One begins to move, rising up to a full 15 feet height. Uh, it's a hideous amalgam of Yeti and uh, Gnome. It charges towards you on its deformed legs. Roll for initiative. Roll for initiative! Gimbo North the Gnome here. While the lad's set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. Although Mighty Deeds is produced dirt cheap, there are still costs associated with making the show. If you would like to support the program, go to patreon.com forward slash Mighty Deeds pod. If you'll throw a few silver smurdukes in the lad's treasure chest, we'll try to reward you by naming an NPC after you or something like that. Enough talk to battle! No, I can't because you... No, you weren't. Okay, uh, so I get to go first. They are... Uh, so these guys rise up out of the snow where they were hidden, yes. and they pick up boulders yes. to throw at y'all. Sure. Um, Are they undead? Oh my gosh! Let's do the whole list. They're are not. They, they're not undead. Are they giants? They are giant kin. Yeah, yeah. They are giant kin. They're not vampires. They're not undead. They're okay. not extraplanar creatures. What else have we got? Chaos. Are they chaos? They are not minions of chaos. They are not minions of chaos. I thought you said that they were amalgamations of gnomes and yeti parts. That's what I thought you said earlier. Yes, but that doesn't make them extra plain. No, I thought you, they were undead, though, correct? No, 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 no. It's some kind of weird magical experimentation. Oh, okay. That's what I was... That's what, I guess that's where the disconnect was. I see what you're saying now. I thought you were just going to list all the things that you guys. No, I, I don't think every... I, I can control zombies anyway. So. Sure one throws one one throws at you is going to miss. One throws a rock at uh, Abramovich. Everybody gets a rock. <laughs> you get a rock and you get a rock. Sixteen. Seventeen. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, this one. These two both throw at Irina. Dang. Ooh, a natural twenty. You take. I want to expect it Four points of damage. Okay. Have you got my crit table? Nope. Well, then who does? Thanks a lot, Joseph Goodman. I thought I'd give it back to you. Are you triple sure? Go through your stack of stuff. Not triple sure, but I'm. I'm okay. Um. Oh no! My dice, my dice tower! It went in and it didn't come out! Good. Where is it, Luke? Now we oh, know we're gonna sure have to tear the dice tower. In there. Oh no! We're gonna have to perform surgery. <laughs> Get it out. It's gone. A three. Uh, the dice tower takes its toll once again. Legs knocked out from beneath character, knocking her prone. So does it just like slam into her knees? Yes. Nice. Uh, who's next? Carl, you're up. What do you do? I'm you're down. I stand up. Okay, you stand up. What else do you do? That's yep. like a move action. Oh. It doesn't say you have to spend your whole round getting up. Right. It just oh, says okay. you're knocked down. So um, that's just normal for I want to cast Crusader's Mantle, and then nice. I want to fire a thing at that one. I'll take whatever negative time it is. At this one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
He, I think he's close enough. Okay. Nope. All right. Know. Who's next? Luke. I am. All right. I'm gonna get as far as I close I can to this one in melee range. Or actually, how how high up is that one? Uh, he's about. I mean, you would have to make Ooh, like. Depending a, on my enlarge, actually. Yeah, you might be able to climb that snow Actually, bank. Okay, before I go, I'm going to enlarge. Just okay. To, just to see. Because it does say that I can reach higher ledges on a certain result. Right. Uh, if I can find the table. I'm at plus 6. 11. Okay, plus 6 is 17. Target size increases by 25% uh, plus 1. Greater size is fine. Now, I would like to point out the fact that uh, the, the, the previous result said... Yeah, it says I you can, might be able to reach a higher yeah. ledge. Um, yeah, make a make a strength check and add that bonus, whatever that attack bonus is, uh, to try to climb this. Attack, like my regular attack bonus? No, my spell bonus. Oh, just one. the plus one? Yeah, yeah, whatever you're getting from the thing, for, okay. from the spell, because you're larger. Plus so, your strength. Plus your strength. Roll a d20. You're trying to climb up this thing. Get a 14. Uh, okay, well, my strength is... Just roll the dice. Uh, plus two. Uh, 14. I got a 14. Okay, then you're up. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Excellent. I'm going to do my blinding attack. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's not looking good for you. Oh, it's not looking good for you. All right. Uh, okay, so I got an 18 plus uh, 4 plus 5 I mean, you hit. plus 1. Okay, awesome. So I do eight. Turn the, turn the mic a little bit this way because you keep, yeah, you're looking over there. There you go. Okay, so I do eight plus four. Oh, See, it's happening to everybody, Sully. Uh, you affected all of us. Dude, do you have like a freaking. Just ro- how much damage? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, four, where's my d4? Okay. Uh, plus three, so that's 12, uh, 15, 16, mm-hmm. 17 damage. Okay, who's next? Me. That hurts him. He looks he looks half dead. Oh right, I got my mighty deed. Does he get blinded? Oh wait, hold on, let me find my oh, sure. Yes, okay. Uh, I got a four. Opponents is temporarily blinded. He suffers a minus four penalty to his next attack roll and may only move at half speed. Okay. Help me remember that. Yeah, I will. Sully? Scorching ray. On him. Okay. You know what? No, because he's fighting on that one. Okay. What's the range? You want to move first? Eighty. Oh, okay. So no. You don't have to. I'm not 10, 15, 14. Ooh, that's like just there, I yep. think. Target takes 1d6. Did you plus use your rod? Level. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, 1d6 plus caster level damage. Did you include your hat? Yes. Okay. Uh, six damage. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Eight damage, sorry. Plus, plus the d4. Level. Oh, gosh, forgot the d4. Does that work on spells? Uh, I believe it says any attack. Mm. Well, that what, what my spell check too. No, uh, no it doesn't just, give, just give damage. It just gives it just, uh, it just gives you a. Um, while in the aura, each non-hostile creature, including who deals an extra one d four radiant damage when it oh it says what a weapon attack. Okay. Weapon attack. Okay. So eight fire damage. Additionally, it must make a reflex save versus spell check. Right. Or catch fire. Ooh. 19. I think that does it. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Who's next? Uh, Jason. That's me. Don't bless anybody. Don't any. Just cast cast paralysis like you always do, Jason. Say the line, Jason. I feel this is. I mean, bless everyone. Why do you want me to bless everyone? I don't care what you do. Yeah, you do. You're very uh, judgmental. I don't like you or your character. I know. I'm going to move closer to the one that's in front of Irina because I'm going to be within 30 feet. Okay. In case I roll good. Right, right. On the off chance. On the off chance I roll high, I have to be there. I rolled a 19 on the die. Oh, Lord. Plus six. Time to get paralyzed. Plus six. That's a 25. The cleric designates up to... Three targets within a hundred feet and paralyzes all of them. Oh, interesting. Any creature of four hit dice or less are automatically paralyzed. Uh, We have more than four hit dice. You do? Okay. Okay, great. Creatures of five hit dice or more receive a will save. 
25. Good luck with that. <laughs> Paralysis last 2d6 plus caster level rounds. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Don't, don't one, two, three. Over there. Just, 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 well, You're paralyzed. <laughs> three. paralyzed for how long? 2d6 plus caster level. What? Uh, rounds. Okay. Say goodbye to your little encounter. Go home to your home. <laughs> <laughs> you want to roll for each of them? This they is got a baby RPG. I think, I think you're going to lose the paralysis spell somehow. What? What? I think are. I love that, like... It's literally never been more you beneficial than it is right now. Yeah. It's like, I, I have to throw 16 of everything at you just to make up for okay. Jason's paralysis. You, I, better, you better just give a magic missile then or something. I mean, yeah. I got... Are you going to roll for each of them? I do have some more... Uh, How many times have I done I do have some more Yeti minis. Apparently, I just have to put them all on the table for every encounter. I'm taking back. DCC is great. It's so incredibly broken. It's so much right? fun. Right, right. I mean, Sweet. how many times have I, had it, have I had paralysis where it's just That's a true. weapon? That's true. Or, or yeah, it, it didn't go off at all. It didn't go off at all. It's just in the last two it times is, he's used it. Like I said, it's literally never been more never. beneficial never. at all. Through all of these games, hey, hey. except for right now. It's been good. All of a sudden, it's been like, good, but it's never okay. been more beneficial than now. So you guys mm. kill all the Yetis. Yes. <laughs> what? No. I want to roll through it. You get 2 XP. I like 2 XP. Yay. We're 20 side. That's uh, 150, right? Uh, do we get any XP for the encounter with the uh, Ice Gnome? No, you don't. Why not? He, he said 2 XP, so maybe it's 121. Okay. I think it's pretty good. I mean, I... You should have asked me before this fight, Sully. I might have been in a better I think, mood. I think we'll do some XP for the counter with the Ice Gnomes. One XP. You know what? I accept. For outwitting the Ice Gnomes. All right, 122, boys. We're making our way. Very I don't feel bad for kicking that one in the face. <laughs> like, Obviously. But, like, I, I just need people to know that they can just sneak up on Arena like that. Right, right, right. It's, right. Just, it's, so, it's bad for their health. Just get Kegel to All right, so after you... Someone's your last. He's like his job now. Someone right, he's like, yeah, he's like your bodyguard. Keep people from getting... He's there, but he's other people's bodyguard. Right, exactly. Right, right, right. <laughs> so nobody surprises you. Yeah. Okay, so you killed it. Uh, yes. Yetis. Dainthar approves. Yes. Um, yeah, so they look like uh, yetis, and then somebody took an ice gnome and, like, magically melded them together. So like the ice gnome became like a little backpack for the yeti, and it's like little head is like looking over, and it's like it's like a it's like a vestigial head. Has anyone ever played League of Legends? No. There's a character named Nunu mm -hmm. in League of Legends, and it's literally a, a guy, a, a little boy who sits in a backpack on a giant yeti. Nice. Well, there you go. Maybe that's where they got this from. So yeah, the little one is called Master, and the big one is called Blaster. What do you guys do? Uh, I um, guess we're going to keep following the trail that we were heading on, right? Yeah. You're going to investigate the camp? Sure. Uh, okay. Investigation of the area reveals giant mammoth tracks, boot tracks, and large paw prints heading southwest. That's away from where we're going. Everybody, get your maps out. That's why everybody has their own map. Luke, get your map out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You ready? So. You need the map? Yes. So we're headed in this direction, and the tracks lead this direction. Yeah, so you guys came, like, up here, yeah. and the tracks go down here. We would have mm. seen something. Mm. Maybe, okay. but you guys came, like, around this side of the mountain, and the tracks go no, around I this mean, side. No, I mean, we would have seen something, because they're going around to a place we've already been. They are. Mm. Okay. Are they new? Roll your tracking wilderness survival check thing. Ooh, nice. Well, wow. Yes. Yes. They are... Uh, so they only left a few hours ago. Well, I would like to consider that they're heading towards Kringleton, which we left completely undefended. Kringleton. Kringleton. <laughs> no G in that. Um, hey, uh, Irina. Arr, Irina! You know, you got that axe thing over there. Does it say that they're bringing him uh, back to town? 
It feels that way. Okay. Well, I guess we need to head that way then. All right. All if right. only we had a rocket sled, we could beat him there. I've tried. Oh, listen. If you're going to blame the entire failure of this campaign this on campaign me, I'm just saying you built a five star hotel in 15 minutes. You could have finished it. Okay, but that is literally not rocket science. You know what is rocket science? A rocket Building sled. a rocket. Okay, that is like my problem. We need a rocket sled now, damn it. <laughs> Make it out of snow. <laughs> okay. I, here's what's going to happen. I think. I here's think what's going to happen. I'm going to make y'all a rocket sled out of equipment that I found here in the camp. All right? Excellent. And it'll either get us to Crindleton in about one hour or it'll kill us all. Sounds like. Never tell me these I love odds. those. Yeah, I like those odds. So, I mean, I'm saying, is that how yes. you want this campaign to end? Yes. How fast will the athletes get us to Crimson? About a day. I want to do this. All right. We're going to end here. Oh, okay. You right. guys push your axe beaks to the absolute limit. They're exhausted. Y'all are exhausted because it takes up. Right, but you guys keep going. And the sun is setting and the aurora borealis is starting to come out yeah. as you come over the last rise and you see Crinelton in the distance. Climbing down the snowy cliffs to the west of Crinelton, a horde of black-toothed, mangy polar bear men swarms towards the walls of the village. Two enormous woolly mammoths carrying a gigantic, vibrating metal sphere on their backs, waves of brutal cold emanating from its silvery surface. Striding alongside them are a dozen 12-foot-tall yeti with, green, with blue smurfs strapped to their backs. The fire sorceress woman mm -hmm. is there. Yeah, Evil Lynn is there. Uh, she's riding an axe beak. She's leaving this charge. Crinelton. Crinelton is under siege. Can our heroes save the gnomes of Crinelton from the destruction of the avalanche lords? Find out next time on Mighty Deeds. Mighty Deeds is a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, set in Fritz Leiber's World of Nawak. Original music is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. You can check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. Mighty Deeds.